Hello, uh, this is Victor Frost, and uh, you are listening to what is going to be the beginning of a long catching up process. Uh, this is the episode that was recorded back in January. If you've been watching the u- videos on YouTube, the live streams, what you're going to be hearing is nothing new. Um, but if you have been solely relying on the podcast feed to hear the show, well, I have nothing but apologies for you. I have been derelict in my duties in uploading the podcasts. It's just life has been getting in the way. But that is no excuse, and I am now in the process of catching up. I'm actually away from home while doing this, hence why I sound like I'm coming through a less than stellar uh, recording environment. Uh, that being said, I do hope you enjoy the following episode, and every episode after this is going to be a continuation in the catching up process. I will continue my way through the queue until we are back up to date. Until then, please enjoy Friday Night Party Line episode 138. <laughs> Welcome to Friday Night Party Line. Tonight on the show, we've got Skojo. Hey, Skojo. Hey. How you doing, man? Eh, you know, playing a lot of Fallout 4, but otherwise... Are you trying to to acclimate yourself to the frozen wasteland wasteland that it must be outside, or...? No, no, I'm just preparing for when we've all been destroyed in some... Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also got George. Hey, George. Evening. How you doing? Oh, well, you know, surviving the uh, ice. It's pretty warm uh, here in the Northeast these past few days. Hmm. Not too bad. Hmm. Uh, and we got Cherba. Hey, Cherbs. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Hello. I don't know. I'm still a little bit all over the place at the moment. Okay. <laughs> a lot of things have been occurring have in they? a very what? short span of time. Really? Yes. Are you okay? I'm fine. Are are you are you how how is your like feeling towards humanity in general since a lot of things have been oh. occurring? Uh pretty good because I went and did a bit of retail therapy. Uh, so, all good. What'd you get? Actually, yeah, it is. Oh, come here, you fuckers. Jesus, whipped. <laughs> uh, new work gloves. Ooh. Fucking pigskin rubber knuckle guards. And, oh, that's why it was rattling around. A fucking catch was open. I'm just going to try and uh, organize I love the this show around the mic. I love the show and tell portions we do sometimes. And also try and figure out how I can do this without tipping, like, fucking five pounds of high-speed steel into my keyboard. Well, no, don't do that. Ooh, a tap set? And what are those? Are those drill bits, too? Tap set. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Drill bits that are sized for the holes. Oh, man. That looks great. I like it. It has been a long time since I've had a proper tap handle. So you're, you're gonna you're gonna fix so many messed up bolts. Oh yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. It's gonna be fantastic. I am enjoying it, and it was a pretty good deal too. So 
Until it goes into my toolbox. Also, your fucking brother-in-law is calling me. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him to go back and and sleep. He's sick. Um, Yeah. So we've got some uh, we got some good topics I think tonight. Some things we can look at. Uh, First things first. For those of us in the U.S., um, a government shutdown might be cometh. I don't know if it's actually been. I mean, are we... Is it shutting down, Scojo? It's, it's so freaking happening. Well, I mean... I blame anime. We want to get into that topic first. Yeah. I don't know. Let's do it. We should probably wait till near the end, because then it'll, we'll actually have, like, <laughs> definitive information. I'm is not it? staying out. I'm not doing this till midnight. Fuck no, me. no, no. Hey, no. Then, then maybe we can... Uh, maybe the show can shut down at the same time as the U.S. government. There you go. Right? Right? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, no, CNN. We're gonna we're gonna end on time because we don't procrastinate shit like they do. No, we don't. Um, CNN's like, oh, you might be using an eye blocker. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, McConnell I set know. the vote to a proposal at 10 p.m. Eastern time, which, which is right now, right now, literally happening right now. Okay, all right. Well, we're gonna find that out. So, well, well, Congress before we. Uh, before we- before we nudge back to that topic, yeah, uh, I, because of something that came up earlier on in another place, yes, I also sat down and worked out it would cost you roughly forty five thousand dollars to ensure that every member of Congress and the Senate had a Crunchyroll subscription for the rest of the, for well not for the rest of the year for an entire year. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's an okay trade. Keep them occupied so they don't do anything. And then Jay Bantz had to throw off my math by saying that, oh, you should probably get them a Netflix and tie dive subscription as well. I'm like, well, yeah, but I thought it wasn't working out because I'm lazy. I, I'm, I'm missing the joke here. What What are you doing? <laughs> in another place. We're just like, in another place, we were joking that the government shutdown is because of anime. Yeah. Which would be great, but yeah. Uh, so while while the government is deciding whether or not it's going to be uh, it's going to stay online or if it's going to shut down, um, shut down. yeah, probably. Uh, let's talk cryptocurrency. So cryptocurrency has been coming up on even my dad's radar recently. Um, about a week or so ago, he asked me, "Hey, so." What a, what do you know about Bitcoin? <laughs> uh, to which my answer was a very firm, and uh, it was a very firm no. What the fuck, Victor? What? I, I I have to relay something to you really quickly. What is it? Would you believe that literally yesterday I was talking to your sister over Skype, just killing a bit of time, like you know, while uh, <laughs> while your brother-in-law was. You know, coming back. No, he was out on a motorbike ride, so we were just yeah. killing a bit of time because I was already on the phone to him and just left the connection open. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was chatting away, and just like we were chatting about other stuff, and she mentioned, "Oh, have you seen Bitcoin going up?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It'll crash again soon, mm-hmm. and it has now as well. It has, yeah." And uh, I offhandedly mentioned to her, "Hey, what do you reckon the chances are that your father has uh, been asking Victor about how to get into Bitcoin?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised my dad hasn't mentioned anything either. (laughs) 
yeah, but he was asking me about Bitcoin and then uh, Ethereum. And I was just like, no, no, no. It is super volatile. And he's like, but what about mining? Like, they have miners that'll run on your phone, like, all the time. I'm like, no. Yeah, they will make fucking nothing. Nothing. Because your phone's phone's hash per second is like, fuck all. It is. And uh, Like, give it five years, you might be able to afford a bag of chips. I I had my computer just to just to show him. I had my computer mine Monero um overnight for two nights. Um and I made approximately 50 cents worth of Monero. <laughs> Which is not even oh like dear. Yeah, it's like not even one Monero. It's like 0.0001. So I actually had a surprising amount of Bitcoin. <laughs> Like, not a stunning thousands of dollars kind of amount, but I had a good two or three hundred dollars worth. And then what happened? Simply simply because, like, back when Bitcoin was still blowing up early on, like, a popular thing was change tip on Reddit, and people would just go around throwing out little bits of Bitcoin for good comments. Mm-hmm. And a couple of people throw me, threw me, like, what is now an absurd amount of Bitcoin, but back then was, like, basically less than a dollar's worth of Bitcoin <laughs> for making good comments. So I was like, yeah, all right. And I just randomly checked my wallet on Coinbase a little while back, and I was like, oh, shit! <laughs> so I immediately invested it all into the only thing I could actually get it to go to, because I couldn't withdraw it, I couldn't cash it out. <laughs> And I couldn't really spend it, so I ended up sending it to the one service that would actually accept such a small amount. Mm-hmm. And now I own a surprising amount of mining hardware. Really? <laughs> yes. Huh. A couple well, of hundred gotta... gigahashes per second. Oh, what are you going to do with it? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's not physical hardware. It's basically a lifetime license to someone else's mining hardware. You got you, you pay, got colo you pay time. them in, yeah. You pay them in Bitcoin. They basically buy the hardware and run the hardware for you, skim a percentage off, right, and then give you the rest. And I'm like, yeah, all right. So I set that up and then promptly forgot to ever check it ever again. <laughs> but I've uh, I've already I remade my initial investment and now it's just juddering along, fucking doing mm. nothing generating a tiny amount of coins while I forget about it so that in like two years when I remember Bitcoin exists <laughs> I will probably have built up a a decent larger amount of Bitcoins than I forgot I had the first time I forgot I had a decent amount of Bitcoins <laughs> until yeah, the Bitcoin drop to 100 bucks a Bitcoin or something from 10,000 probably yeah. but I'll take a couple of hundred free bucks <laughs> Right. Considering my initial investment so far has been zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's free Such money. A fucking waste of electricity. And that's the other thing about it. Um, mining Bitcoin, it, mining cryptocurrency in general, is at this point a significant environmental impact. It's true. Like, it is... It is generating, is using so much electricity, particularly in Latin America, that it is actually actually not only creating an environmental impact, but straining the infrastructure. 
Which is in and of itself kind of ridiculous. But there you have it. Mostly that they have such flimsy in- infrastructure? Yes, but I wouldn't, call, I wouldn't call Chinese infrastructure flimsy. It is surprisingly chi- robust. Yeah, Chinese in- the Chinese infrastructure is robust. I cannot speak for the Latin American infrastructure, but yeah, it's it's kind of stupid. And now all these now there's a lot of articles and uh, advice telling baby boomers to go buy Bitcoin. <laughs> oh God, Bitcoin or cryptocurrency? Oh, I know what this is. This is fucking millennials' revenge for housing prices. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Sherba, <laughs> you know, don't don't tell them that. We talked about this at the meeting. F- nobody over thirty-five listens to this. That's true. <laughs> nobody under thirty-five listens to this either. I mean, <laughs> how, many, how many listeners do we actually have? Just curious. it varies. Twenty. No, we max out about like one. Whoa! Three or four thousand sometimes. Cherba, you're yes. you're ro- you're roboting out there, friend. Robot. No, you're you're roboting <laughs> out. Man. I know I know the difference between the sound of that comb and you sounding like you're talking like you've been attached to a ceiling fan or swinging around. But <laughs> I know, but I was kind of wondering what it sounded like if I robot and comb at the same time. <laughs> Oh, huh. Does it sound like Voltron having an orgasm? Oh, it's... Yeah, it's not so great right now. <laughs> not so awesome. No. Not so much. New. New. New one. So it's it's kind of funny on cryptocurrency. Like, I was like, oh, I wonder what cryptocurrency news I'll get. The first link is to popular science, and it's like how to make a smart <laughs> investment in cryptocurrency, and it's literally a, a sponsored, like, ad. Uh-huh. On, like really popular science like you you're just gonna link me to an article that talks about a course <laughs> like it's a 479 dollar total but your bundle for five courses is 24 dollars to have lifetime access we to really need to like, figure out how to make access. money on this bitcoin thing <laughs> testing <laughs> testing no well, sure. basically you're, you're no? Still. yes no no fuck <laughs> all right no, I mean, obviously there's no money to be made actually mining Bitcoin. It's how can we acquire it, manipulate people that are trying to make money <laughs> on Bitcoin. Uh, well, clearly we need to rob people and steal their Bitcoins. Oh, wow. All that noise <laughs> was coming from Churba. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, we could we could write books telling people how to do Bitcoin things. <laughs> do uh, webinars? Webinars are big among baby boomers right now. They love webinars because they just figured out how they work. The web. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta do the go to meeting. You gotta put in the go to meeting password. Gotta do that. <laughs> Please put the code in. Please enter your code. The host has muted you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so I mean, the I think the only great thing about this cryptocurrency thing, apart from as uh, apart from as J Band says, the uh, the invention and concept of blockchain technology, 
is that yeah. Dogecoin is doing rather well. Which I think at this point is less of a joke and more performance art at this point. Because it's got a mark. Because Dogecoin now has a market value of over a billion dollars. Really? Yeah, that's what they say. That's what. That's, that's what it says. Yeah. yeah, but if you if you look at it though, it has gone progressively down. Ah. Uh, until like, wow, the my, beginning my of this year, and then it went up some. Uh. Okay. What was the deal? Oh, Did you're you're doing better there. What was the deal with the uh Reddit like I I don't know. It's kind of like what what do you mean like what about Reddit? There was, some, there was some Reddit coin or something that they that was just like a big scam, like a complete scam. Um I don't know. You're still going to need to differentiate further, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> Maybe just a pinch. Victor, read the chat window. I'm I'm getting in here. <laughs> what do we got here? I've been Walmart team blockchain for food safety. What do we got here? Uh, he's not reading the right chat window. Am I not reading no, the right? He's not, is he? Oh, hold on a second. Oh, that chat window. <laughs> you're, you're, oh no! Oh, this is the one that old dude invested into. <laughs> BitConnect is that there is that yeah oh man where is that thing oh yeah BitConnect (laughs) so anybody have an idea what it actually is because I was kind of curious why it was such a big deal I assume it just ripped a bunch of people off probably yeah well Reddit is people (laughs) Reddit is people ripping people off is what it Victor, is. You are super hot, and while you fix that, the, basically the only real way hot. to make money on Bitcoin super. is to rip other people off who are trying yeah. to invest in Bitcoin. That's super. it. There's nothing else. See, Sherba, I got you yeah, telling me I'm seen... super hot, but yeah, you are. Yeah, but then I get like J Band saying that I'm super soft. I'm like I don't know. Yeah, what... he was saying that like 15 minutes ago. Okay, well there we go. <laughs> yeah, he's I wrong. Turned, yes, I turned the hotness down. Watch out. You're, You're good. Yeah. You're good. Yes. You're good. Super. You're fine. You're hot. Fine. You're fine. Super. Stop it. Hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems <sighs> that that's the only way that people really make money in Bitcoin yeah. at this point. So we need to figure Just out how to rip people off while not getting... Um, while not technically ripping people off. <laughs> it seems to be pretty simple. All we have to do is use the right buzzwords. Like, blockchain. <laughs> like, if, you, if you fucking say blockchain, libertarians always just fucking glaze over. You can tell them fucking anything. It's amazing. <laughs> Ooh, you just need to be blockchain. confident. That's all that Bit- really matters. Bitcoin compa- we uh, we offer a Bitcoin compatibility based surface utilizing the integral functions of blockchain technology to analyze the chains and to analyze the chains themselves and de- and derive inter- and derive objective value. No, subjective value. There you go. Someone has made a Chrome extension that adds on the blockchain at the end of every sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, that broke it. No. Whew. 
Oof. I had a. I just turned on my dark mode Chrome extension, and the Hangout window went black. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose if it was if it was nighttime and all dark, you wouldn't be able to see us very well. <laughs> I. <laughs> True. <laughs> Can't beat that fucking logic, can you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my brain just kind of seg faulted, and I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Leave that one alone. Ah. Uh, uh, did you install the microcode patch too? You shouldn't the, have done that. The what card patch? The the fix for the servers. Apparently, it's breaking VMware stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, what happened to that? Um. There was that big vulnerability Ooh. that came out. That yep. um was like architectural. Um, Scorpio. Well, it is- no. It isn't. Uh, it's called Spectre and Meltdown. Spectre and Meltdown. Mm-hmm. Architectural based on um, does uh, pre-execution. Should I explain how this works, please, please. Do people want to know? Yes, the people want know? to know. The people want to know. Okay, Namely me. So, <laughs> um, a, pro- a part of modern processors is that they are insanely fast, that they spend a lot of time sort of waiting for things to do. So one of the things they developed to try and keep processors busy was to look ahead in the code and see, okay, what's probably going to happen? And we'll just start doing that anyway. Um, so... So... The problem with that is, in some Intel chips, they had not been correctly stopping that speculative... That's called speculative execution, and they'd not been properly stopping that during a security thing. So, like, if you wrote a program that was trying to access, like, this is, you know, least privilege, you know say javascript code if you you could write javascript code in such a way that you would ask for operating system private data like passwords and security keys and everything and the operating system should deny these things and it would deny these things but you could trick the processor into doing that ahead of time and mm-hmm. then reading the results out of like CPU cache. Oh. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. It's not the best <laughs> explanation. I, I've sort of like I could have had a better explanation prepared, but I'm just like, okay, how can I explain this? No, I think I get cuff? it. I think I get it. Uh, definitely a lot clearer than the uh, than the number channel, the uh, the computer file uh, explanation. Definitely a lot more understandable than theirs. Uh, but any questions I can answer? Because I probably I I know a lot more. I'm just you know pointed questions would help me figure this out. Okay, so AMD at one point came out and said, "Yeah, doesn't affect us. Mm-hmm. Por qué?" They wrote a different speculative execution thing. They just okay. they, they did a better job. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, well, that's what it boils out is the Intel okay. chips were so obsessed with speed that speed. Um, they weren't properly enforcing privileges. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. Is AMD doesn't allow speculation past privilege boundaries, and uh, Intel does. Hmm. Yeah. And don't ask me what that fucking means. I have no clue. I am literally just parroting here. I know what that means. George, what does that mean? George, what does that, that, that mean? It, it literally means the thing I just said. It's yeah, like um, AMD was doing a better job of enforcing privileges in the speculative execution model. They have a they have a more vigilant bouncer. Got it. Yeah, basically, uh, you know, crappy least privileged program. JavaScript can't access the kernel. It's uh, it just says no. Huh? <laughs> No, what are you doing? No, get, get the fuck out of here. Get out of there, you. It says no. <laughs> get out of there with your coffee. <laughs> so where this gets interesting for me is uh-huh. I have been reading a lot about what's called microcode. Apparently, you'd think that this sort of thing is like set in stone with a processor, but it isn't. Mm. It's actually somewhat programmable. You have to be a fucking wizard to program it. Uh, but th- basically, there's there's one level between, like, the actual hardware. Like, you know, there's... What, what would you say the lowest level of programming language is? Assembly? assembly? Yeah. Yeah, there's Binary. actually below that. Assembly is, like, the... yeah. So microcode exists below that, but just above the hardware. Uh. It, it's weird, but they can actually send out, you know, they can update that. They can update your processor with different instructions. So the speculative execution thing can actually be fixed. So the microcode would be like the core instruction set of the architecture like what makes x86 x86 i don't know if that's equivalent now now we're getting into the deep thing where i don't quite understand what's going on here because i don't i don't quite get it microcode yet but what i understand is it takes sort of It adapts instructions to the hardware that it exists on. Like, you can write assembly that'll be backward compatible. Like, you can take x86... Like, if you go back to the first x86 processor, the 8086, you can write code on a modern computer in 8086 assembly, and it will run on a modern computer. Yep. Won't necessarily, I mean, it won't do much because an 8086 couldn't do much. Right. It will run because there's backwards compatibility built into assembly. Microcode is not the case. There's no backwards compatibility. Every microcode program or whatever you'd call it. Instruction set or something. Is written for that specific processor. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. anyways, this gets back to what I said, is that Intel pushed out a update for uh, their microcode to fix this thing. VMware took that and said, okay, we'll push this out. 
I applied said update and apparently kind of broken. Oh. So I have to turn off uh, turn off speculative execution on all of my VMs because uh, because apparently if you install that microcode update and then you run VMs that have had an OS update, like the most up-to-date version of Windows or whatever. Sure. Or Linux or whatever, you know, whatever they've done to fix it. Mm-hmm. If the, that speculative execution code runs on this new microcode in a VM form, crashes the server. Oh. Certainly not handy for servers. <laughs> yep. No, especially considering, you know, it's not just one server it's crashing. It's crashing... All the things. 50, 50, 100, you know, however many VMs you got running on one server. Mm Mm-hmm. Yikes. Well, Intel's Intel's putting out new processors, so... eh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they're, they're, you know, they're fixing it. They're fixing it. It's, I mean, it is... Definitely a big deal. It's mm. a thing that needs to be fixed, but it's not as like, oh my god, the world's ending. Oh my as... god. Yeah. Speaking, it's, you yeah. know, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the world ending, uh, George, the House passed the bill to avoid a government shutdown Did for a week. They? Uh, sinks in the, but it sinks in the Senate, leading it's Congress. Just, I'm- Scrambling. Oh, really well, wait, you just said the House. Yeah, of course it passed the House. It's yeah, always going to yeah. fail on the Senate. Yeah. yeah, the House just needs a simple majority. Yeah. No, I'm actually watching the vote right now as oh. it goes down, flaming. Um, <laughs> actually, what it looks like is going on is three Republicans voted to against, uh, and three Democrats voted for. So what? it's going to end up going down in a bipartisan. The government is shut down because Wait, both Republicans. Three, three votes is not. Does four, that's not, all. You, not, what, you get one in this environment. You get one Republican or one Democrat to cross over. It becomes bipartisan. That's how it works. That's how it's been working for freaking like eight years, <laughs> the last fifteen years or so. If you get a single, like like Obamacare got like one dude, one Republican to vote for it in the House. And they were like, it's and a bipartisan we, bill. We call this bipartisan. a bipartisan success. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, okay, we got it. Yeah. But it looks like it's going down. Uh, right now it's 50-48. And I oh. assume it's probably going to end it. Uh, well, if it's got, if they got 48, it's not happening. No, no, no they have 50, but they can need 60. Uh, yeah, they need But you said it was 50-48. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not going to pass. I'm just curious where the last votes, like the last people to like break off. If it goes 50-50 and three Democrats switch over, that means four Republicans uh, switched because they have a 51 uh, senator lead hmm. uh, or majority. So it'll just be interesting to see who votes for what. That's all. I like to check that. In the end, it doesn't matter that much. The real reason is they have a freaking bipartisan bill that everybody agreed on in the in the Senate. They brought it to Trump, and that's when Trump said his own shithole comment and blew it up. Do you want to talk about that, huh? (laughs) 
You know, I was greeted. I was greeted to it from an email from a family member. Oh, sent me a picture of Obama. Which one? In an article. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Who can say? Where he's like, "Look, Obama called Libya a shithole." I'm like, "Yeah." He was talking about uh, Libya's civil war, like not the people from those countries being shitty because they come from that. Like that's like I, context matters a lot. I don't understand why we play this game where people just don't believe in context anymore. They just take everybody's words completely literally. If they did, why aren't they taking Trump's words completely literally? Because that's the way that makes them look bad, along with yeah. the other way, and every other fucking way. Pick a direction. <laughs> yeah. It's it's literally just they have realized, I think, that there's not really any way they can make Trump's words look good, so they're just trying to make them look normal by dragging everyone else's words down to the similar level. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. Or they just don't understand English context, you know, what yeah, words that, actually mean, like how, how, how you say Entirely it possible. Yeah. They probably just don't understand that anymore. Oh, you know, I realize I'm sitting here looking at a 50-48 vote, like wondering when they're going to get the last two votes in, but McCain is currently uh, hospitalized, so he's not going to be voting. So I think the only person that hasn't voted probably is McConnell, who probably is debating whether he's going to vote no just so they can bring it up again. Because if they vote, if he votes yes, they can't bring it up. So usually the the leader of the Senate or the House, if they're going to lose a debate, they'll vote against it so that they have the ability to bring it up again. Well, it's either Which that or he's a, thinking a about whether he's totally enough for the total club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, McConnell turtle jokes will never get old. Uh, of course not. Because no. he looks like a fucking turtle. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll, we'll step back. Let's step back for a moment. So, the government's going to shut down. Why the uh-huh. fuck does the United States of America have to figure out whether it's going to shut down or not every couple months? Why has our government gotten to this point? Brinksmanship. Next question. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no other government runs into this problem. Sherba, remind us again, what does the Australian government do in a case like this? Uh, Governor General dissolves the entire government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, they're like, you're all gone. Let's start elections again. Well, folks, Screw clearly this of- isn't work. This batch of people aren't working oh. for democracy. <laughs> That's not the only thing that we can do. Like, our government, you know how sometimes in the US uh, political system, bills and other initiatives can get, like, tied up for months, if not years? Just with, like, just weird disagreements and filibustering and shit like that? Yeah, huh? Well, our government uh, can disagree itself out of existence. <laughs> if only I am, I am, I am intrigued. Tell me more. If they, if they disagree on any particular anything a sufficient number of times, like if basically things get too deadlocked, it triggers a double dissolution election. The entire government goes. Ooh, yep. man! I wish we could get that. <laughs> We have had a couple. Uh, we have had a couple of snap elections because a double dissolution was triggered due to not being able to agree on policy, mm. or at least agree <sighs> enough for something to pass. Yeah, or fail. 
I can't. I, I, I should probably should look this up, but I was sitting there talking to somebody about it, and they were like, "Man, why are the Democrats just going to do what the Republicans did?" And I'm like, well, "Why the fuck not?" People, I'm like, "There's a lot of people." I mean, like, I don't agree with like shutting down the government, like in principle. Like, I feel like you should try to govern and like deal with like the hot button issues outside of the budget bill. Like, the budget bill should be like, "Let's spend the money that we've budgeted." So that everything works. And then you fight over, you know, everything. You fight everywhere else and you just let things kind of, you know, roll forward. So, like, I don't really agree with holding things hostage. However, like, they were supposed to renew CHIP. CHIP is a wildly popular program Mm -hmm. that both sides like. And they were like, oh, well, we'll use this to make the Democrats have to vote to keep the government open. But it's something that everybody wants. It's not a good negotiating piece because everybody wants children to have health care. I mean, except for probably some like libertarian members of the Republican Party. <laughs> Most people want kids to have health care regardless. <laughs> well, to be fair, there are some libertarian members of the uh, like libertarian members of the Republican Party who are very dedicated to health care. I mean, look at Rand Paul. He is so dedicated to providing health care as a medical professional that when the board refused to certify him, he created his own board and certified himself. Yep. P.S. The polls are fucking crazy. No, they like, are. It was. Uh... I know it's not 2012 anymore, but like, let's just have a bit of nostalgia about when the fucking Paul family were the craziest thing in the U.S. government. They were the only, uh, the Paul family, I'm not sure if it was Ron or Rand Paul, uh, but uh, they're the ones who voted against uh, telling West Africa in general, hey, don't kill albinos, it's bad. <laughs> well, they philosophically believe that they shouldn't tell other countries what to do. Fuck off, it's just a letter. <laughs> I know, right? That's where it's like, come on, guys. Like, you're not, I know you got your ideals. We're not, not ordering, ordering them, them. saying we're going to shoot them. Like, chances are we're probably just saying we're not going to give them money, which you probably also agree with. Yeah. <laughs> so you might want to be in. You might want to be in favor of that. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. And then on top of that, you got DACA, right? Which let's say everybody goes like, oh well, I like DACA, but I don't like how Obama did it. What so we we would totally do a a a dot well I mean the argument it makes sense right I mean like technically Obama overstepped his executive privilege to mm-hmm. extend DACA protections however the point of the protections was to make sure that people weren't immediately being deported when they were in this situation right and the idea was that within like a few days or months of doing this order that Congress would pass a law which would per- permanently protect this group of people. And now if you don't if you're not familiar with DACA, you should google it. <laughs> but See, it's generally people who have grown their whole entire life in the United States and you're going to send them back to like Mexico and these are people from Mexico who don't know Spanish necessarily because they've they were like 1 years old when they uh, when they came over here. And now we're going to ship those people back to their countries where they don't know anybody. In some cases where other members of their family are U.S. citizens and they get to stay where the other people have to leave. 
So it's like maybe maybe we want to do something for these people. And you know what? The American public, who's generally been, you know, kind of pretty conservative on immigration issues, agrees like strongly, even Republicans. Yep. And you think we would have a plan, but we do not. And now we're using that as a as hostages as well. And so the Democrats were just like, F you guys, you're not going to go forward on this because the Republican Party has become a bunch of nativist assholes. So which you guys used to like immigration, but now you don't. So, you know, get with the program and we're going to shut down the government if you don't, you know, just do the two things you said you were going to do. And on top of that, continue my rant. Trump said he would sign anything that came across his desk and they brought him a deal. The Republicans and Democrats made a deal, brought it to him. And again, like I said, he, he freaking shot it down. So that's why we're here. And you know what? It sucks that children aren't going to get health care because we're going to shut the freaking government down while a bunch of programs run out of money. But you know what? Our government's become super dysfunctional. Until we have a bunch of people that aren't fucking assholes, this is what's going to have to happen. <laughs> Done. See, I take the, I take the like Warhammer 40,000 posi- orcish position on darker darker is good more darker is better (laughs) (laughs) does sound like an orcish word and also like uh, i don't think we can really call this brinksmanship anymore because the republicans have already demonstrated they're completely willing to just straight over the brink like a fucking ill-fated game of chicken in a lifetime special movie about teenagers with cars just straight over the gap straight into the air fucking heading for the bottom of the cliff they don't give a shit as long as they think they can get what they want because their philosophy is not that it's brinksmanship their philosophy is the exact same as a fucking extremely hormonally confused teenage boy playing chicken in the 50s is that you all they have to do is hold their foot on the accelerator until the other guy stops Except they're not quite realizing that, like, their demonstration that they are willing to do it is just much worse for them than anyone else. Mm. Except for all the millions of people they hurt in the process. So basically they're crashing their car off a cliff into millions of people. It's a very big car. I lost track of this somewhere. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the crazy part, right? Like, let's say there's, I, I'm not, I forget exact numbers on how many people are affected by DACA, but I've heard, you know, it's many thousands. And you got to realize that those people have friends who are also voters. And you have, like, I, I was listening to a report where they were sending this one guy away and all the people that, with him as he was getting deported were all these, like, people who you, typically do not associate with being really um, pro-immigration. And they were all sitting there like super angry that their friend and co-worker that they've worked with for like the last 15 years, fellow union men, like union worker, like was getting deported and he wouldn't be able. And the worst part is, is it's something about the fact that they can't come. They can't even try to come back for like 10 years. Like they have to literally wait 10 years to come back. And it's just—I uh, don't—it's—it's—it's it's, it's just a train wreck. And you know, the bigger, the funniest problem that is <laughs> the thing that's really killer is if you take out all these people instead of making them U.S. citizens, which 
I assume they're just afraid to make them unit citizens at this point because they feel, figure they're going to vote Democratic. Is and that's the really horrific part of this is that's the actual reason that people have illustrated. They're like, oh well, if we make them all citizens, there'll be a bunch of Democrats and. Arizona, like some freaking official was just like Arizona in Arizona. Currently, the majority of students in the elementary schools are Hispanic, which means that Arizona will be soon a Hispanic state. It's like, yeah, guess what? They'll be Americans. That's all that matters. They're freaking Americans. It doesn't matter what the freak their race is. It matters that they're Americans. Well, no, Scojo. It doesn't matter to us what their race is. For many people, unfortunately... People who are of people who are Latino or of Hispanic descent are considered undesirables, and they want to keep them, the undesirables, from coming into power. And it is deplorable and ridiculous, and completely undermines the fundamental philosophy of the foundation of America. <laughs> <sighs> So you're you're telling me, yes, white folk, that immigration undermines the well, real America. <laughs> immigration defines America. Yeah. Again, this is just another one of those cases Until where it doesn't define the America we want. Yeah, this is another one of those cases where I always thought that. You know, Republicans were supposed to be the people that believed in, like, the American ideal. And then they just shit upon it at the first chance they get. Like, they, I always thought Republicans were the American exceptionalists. That they're, like, we are this shining city <laughs> on the hill and everybody wants to be us, blah, 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 right? And however, every chance they get, they shit upon our ideals of accepting the people from other places that want to come here and integrating those people into our society. I just, I don't, it just drives me nuts. I can't wait till the Republican party has some sort of reckoning within their own party. And I don't know, maybe we'll finally get rid of these people again. Meh. I am not sure when that will happen, but at some point we need, we need two governing parties and not one party just full of a-holes until we get rid of the a-hole party and like replace it with a party that actually wants to be responsible. I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe like uh, the RNC could get hit by like a massive lightning strike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that a whole bunch of people in the RNC and related groups are going to go down in money laundering schemes when it find it find out that Russia has been just throwing money into all these different organizations like the NRA. And uh, they've just been lapping up all this foreign money. And it just turns out that they've, they're all traitors when it comes down to, uh, you know, breaking. <laughs> I mean, the NRA spent triple, I, I believe it's triple the amount that they spent four years earlier when they were, uh, when they were supporting Romney on mm. Trump. And where'd that money come from? Mm. Who knows? The part of the 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 part of the organization that donate that used all that money doesn't have to report anything because mm. that's totally legit. Hmm. Yeah, but here's the thing: if if all of them did get caught, like accepting all this money from the Russians, and you know, do, 
even if they got caught literally taking orders from Putin himself, do you know what they would say? Um, they would say, Dark comrade, what's wrong with it? Yeah. We're in power now. What are you going to do? Mm. <laughs> they don't give a fuck as long as it furthers their own goals. So the other two you, really funny things. You make, you're making the basic assumption that they have a sense of, I don't know, like shame of, of <laughs> like maybe duty or, mm. or embarrassment or something Some that would do. make them feel bad if they actually got caught doing this. Enough do. They like, do not. <laughs> it's been pretty, it's been pretty apparent that Lindsey Graham has been sucking up the Trump this whole time because he's been trying to get his DACA deal through the Trump. It was it was hilarious because we were all sitting here for the last couple of weeks going like, what the hell happened to Lindsey Graham? He just started like sucking up the Donald Trump. He went got like he was like calling Trump deranged and like all this stuff. And then he goes golfing with Trump and comes out and like talks about how his golf skills are better than like Tiger Woods and like just starts like, you know, kissing his butt. As well, much I mean, as it's obvious. Can. And it's... then he goes forward with this deal that just got knocked down and he comes out of it. He's just like Trump fucked up. And, and as you can just see, he just voted against, he voted, he, Graham just voted to shut down the government because he's just like, fuck you guys. (laughs) Like you just screwed me over. We had a deal. We did everything you said. I just sucked. Like you're, you know, I'm going to be. Yeah. 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 We got it. (laughs) You know, and then he, I just, uh, man, and then it for him. And then you know, there's so much going on right now. The two literal other stories that I didn't really see covered much is one flake, a, a GOP senator who's retiring, mm-hmm. got up in front of Congress and compared Trump to Stalin this week. Do you have? <sighs> did you watch that speech? Did you I, see it reported all over the place? I heard <laughs> nothing about it, and doesn't that speak volumes? <laughs> You should see. It's a great speech. Like, Flake, a complete a-hole in terms of I don't agree with him on almost anything. However, you know what? He at least calls it like it is in these speeches. And I can respect that with people. At this point, that's all I need out of my Republicans. Like, at least, you know, be honest and, you know, true to your own... Uh, you're, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm, th- th- people get mad because, like, Flake doesn't like Trump, right? But he still votes for, like, the tax bill. Guess what, guys? He's still a Republican. He's still going to want to give tax cuts to the rich. But the fact right. that he gets up there and, like, gives it and, like, is actively, you know, being anti Trump mm-hmm. on the floor is a big deal. But you can't expect him to undercut his whole ideology. So, and then on top of that, the biggest story that I feel like is not getting covered as much as it really should be is they've definitively proven. That Trump was sleeping with a porn star right after his last kid was born, a year after he was married, for like mm. a year. What happened to the and Republican Party the doc- where this would have been career ending? They have a document that shows that they made another corporation to pay this porn star. It wasn't like he was just sleeping with his secretary. He was sleeping with a porn star, which he paid 150k to right before he started his campaign so that she wouldn't talk. And the story got out and Fox News 
and a, bun- a bunch of other news sites decided not to run with it at that point in time. Jesus Mainly God. because I think the Pussygate had just occurred. <laughs> but, uh, oh my oh, God, man. could you imagine? I can't even imagine if another politician had that story break on them in any other time, their career would be over. And yet here we are. I just don't know what to, I just don't know what to do anymore. I don't know. I don't know when Mueller comes forward and says like, yeah, you know, Trump's been money laundering like a ton of money from all these like corrupt and mafia and, you know, Russian things and blah, blah, blah. Like he, you know, he didn't collude, but he just accepted a whole bunch of dirty money so he could profit off of it. Like no one's going to care. Nothing's going to happen. I'm pretty sure that we're just going to like fold into a Russian style kleptocracy if we don't, you know, get Congress back into anybody but a Republican's hand at this point. Because holy crap, this sucks. And I don't understand how. I just don't understand. <laughs> the United States seriously needs we'll to, to have a, uh, a uh, proverbial coming to God moment. <laughs> kind of get get squared off dude like there's people out there who are republican and conservative and i don't necessarily i don't agree with their like stances on stuff but i i respect the fact that they're you know they actually say what they believe and they do it and they're not a bunch of like a-holes like bill crystal like uh evan mcmuffin not mcmillan like the people like that who are like the the conservatives, they might have opinions that we, they don't view. The difference is, is they do not view the other side as as like enemies or or just like like people who are Monsters, like terrible people. Yeah, yeah they they want to have a debate and they want to. It's not sticking it to the libs. It's or like let's just destroy everything Obama did. It, it, you know, they want to have a actual debate, and mm-hmm. you know they might disagree. And that's where we need to get back to. And I just don't, I'm not sure how we do that. Like most of the people that I see that really like Trump, they, they just don't believe in that anymore. And that's like 30, 30% of the population. I'm sure another eight to 9% are just like rich people who are like, yeah, I'm getting my business is doing really well. You know what it is? It's no longer, and it's no longer democracy. It's, it's um, a team mentality. You know, when you support and you blindly support yeah. your your sports team, you know, that's what it is. Uh, fandom, fandom. There you go, fandom. Fans are okay. Fandom, god awful. Don't fandom. Fandom is terrible. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, well, that is about it. Uh, we're not gonna. We had one more topic, but uh, we went on about politics, which I feel kind of deserves the time a bit more. So um, that is it for this week. Next week there will be no show uh, because what? Yeah, I know. Um, next yeah, week the- uh, FMPL shutdown. Me and Victor just can't agree. Yeah, we're, we're done. We, we disagree <laughs> philosophically, and there's going to need to be a reckoning. Many votes will need to take hey, man, place. I, I'm still saying Hawaiian pizza is perfectly acceptable, and there is something wrong with you if you can't accept that. How dare you put words in my mouth? It's that kind of lying <laughs> that is what causes this strife, because I'm the one who thinks Hawaiian pizza is awesome. You're the one who insists on putting Vegemite and Spam on it. How dare you, sir? How dare you? We Anyways. Spam? What? <laughs> 
That's Hawaii. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next week it's uh, next week. I'm going to be performing at Anime Los Angeles. Going to be doing, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be there. Why did I try to open another instance of Adobe Audition? I need to open up Excel. That's what I need to open. Up. Yep, yep. I've done that before. Yep. Well, the icons are both green. Um. I'm going to be doing uh, the workshop, So You Want to Make an Audio Drama. Going to be DJing for an hour, uh, Music of Japan, outside anime. It's going to be a very chill music lounge sort of deal. Uh, going to be doing interviews with Monster Girls and Origin of Species of Lores. They have me scheduled for two autograph sessions, but I think I might just blow one of them off. Um, ALA's next top panelist. That is happening. Got the training session and the actual like uh, performance session. It's going to be great. We got some good judges. Uh, Ezra uh, Ezra Weiss is Damn. what? Sorry. What? <laughs> Ezra Weiss is uh, might be one of the judges. We've got uh, we got senior staff from conventions around uh, Southern California who are going to be there as well. Uh, and the winner wins a slot in next year's uh, uh, schedule for Anime Los Angeles. Um, Steven Universe Universe is happening. Pokemon Go for Broke. Uh, the Wonderful World of K-Cars. Moe on Wheels. And then uh, Click Click Boom sound in video games. So doing a lot of stuff at ALA. Oh, and I'm also doing... I'm also singing... Uh, during the halftime show of the burlesque, which they, Ooh. yeah, they, well, I, I ended up filling in last minute for someone last year, but it was so much fun. I'm doing it this year too. So, um, yeah, so I got about 13 and three quarters hours worth of programming I'm doing. Uh, I would also I, like to point out that last week's show, we said that we could only go for about an hour. Yep. Everyone but Victor, try and guess how long we went for. Christ <laughs> is right rules. Highest without going over. Two hours. Hour okay. 45. Hey. <laughs> George is closest without going over, barely. <laughs> Wait, did he say an hour 45? He said an hour 45. Oh, then you both lose. Yeah. <laughs> it was 59 minutes and 57 seconds. Thank you! Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> like, Victor started trying to wrap it up and I realized that, oh shit, we were actually not, uh, not that far off an hour, so I was trying to see if I could get it to just a hair <laughs> over an hour. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yes. So, uh, anime Los Angeles is what's happening next week. I'm gonna try to live stream uh, as many of my panels as I possibly can. Uh, but this is the year where I'm going to be trying to record everything as well. So. We'll get some of that stuff going on up there. Uh, it is very important, however, at this point to thank all of the wonderful people who help support this channel on Patreon, starting with you, George. Thank you, George, for your continuing support. Woo. <laughs> woo, woo. Uh, apart from George, we got to thank uh, Dexter Calder, Zara Gorgian, Rin Senpai, Funeral Cleavage, Rochelle Mantanona, Geek Nights Podcast, Brendan Brothers, Gina Moreno, Pinipsis, and Ethan Fryer, and Yaddle! Uh, for their support, 
uh, of the channel each month. If you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, uh, you can find a link in the uh, in the doobly-doo, I think. Uh, failing that, uh, patreon.com slash Victor Frost will get you there. Uh, and that is it for this week. Uh, you'll catch us next time, whenever that is, on Acceptable Vices. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. <sighs> <laughs> and a good night from George, too. <laughs>